viewed the adventure of your life like a garden, something to be tended to, nurtured, and co-created. On today's episode, we're exploring what tending to your life looks like and how understanding yourself through spiritual work is a key aspect of co-creating your desires. Hi, I'm Andrea Neville. And I'm Jessica Paschke. We are psychic mediums who like to consider our spiritual experiences as adventures. We've discovered that sometimes the adventure is wonderful and unexpected, and sometimes it's really uncomfortable. So join us as we chat about spiritual adventures and answer your questions, giving you specific tools and practices you can use to navigate the journey with more confidence. Welcome to Adventures with Spirit. Hello, Happy New Year, Jessica, and everyone else. Hello, hello, welcome back. So it's another one, 2023. Happy New Year, y'all. So it's another in one. In this time of New Year, when everybody <laughs> starts thinking about their resolutions and their goals and self improvement, uh, we're not going to. <laughs> i'm too tired from 2022 to think about that we do want to talk about creating new things because the new year just naturally inherently kind of motivates us to want to do that and it's a great time it's like Mm -hmm. a clean slate so to speak right you get out the new planner the new calendar and everything's fresh and open i do have a thing for planners (laughs) ready to be filled out So it's true. (laughs) Tell them what we did, Jessica. It's true. Yeah. Well, the other day we were planning for the rest of season two. The funny part was, is we had already planned season two. So we'll get to that in a minute. (laughs) But but we were planning for the rest of season two because we got inspired to take a different direction than what we had originally mapped out. And at first we were sort of like, can we change it? Like, I mean, we mapped this whole thing out. Can we Can we shift it now? Is it okay that we're not feeling it? And I think... Right? We weren't feeling it. Right. We just weren't feeling it. We weren't excited about it. (laughs) I was like, meh. So, and I know Andrea Andrea was so relieved when I expressed that I wasn't excited about it anymore. Like, (laughs) But I think think that's kind of the point, right, Andrea, is like, we create intentions, right? We make plans. We map things out. We whatever. And, And it's okay... To change them. Right. To change them. Because here's the thing. We made our plan right along many many months ago when we were starting season two. And so when everybody Mm -hmm. and we're not talking about us and we are, but we're talking about everyone. We're talking to to you. So as you make your plans or your goals or your hopes or your dreams, they change because you're changing. The things that, you know, where you were six months ago is not necessarily where you are today. So Update your intentions, change your plans. It's okay to meet yourself where you are and then checking in to see, you know, what's shifting? How do I feel about it? We would have been completely inauthentic to ourselves and to you had we continued putting out what we had planned for the rest of season two. And that, I mean, it would have been been fine, but it would have been inauthentic because we weren't feeling it. it. Yeah. We weren't excited. So icky. So it's okay. So here we are, just the beginning of January. It's 2023. Let's talk about different ways to be okay with creating 
checking in, updating, readjusting, and how we do that. Right. So let's just yep. touch base. Our theme for the season is still understanding self through spiritual work. So y'all, that didn't change. That still is like our thing <laughs> because because that's our thing every day, yes, <laughs> of it every is. year. Um, but when we were chatting, um. I can't remember. I think it was my guides because my guides love a good analogy. (laughs) And I get real excited when I get one, like a visual, you know, Um, and this idea of tending a garden. Right. Popped into mind and it's tending a garden of your your own creation and in in a garden that is well tended by you will create happiness um, stability. You'll feel like you have to control less. Like you'll you'll be more willing to let go when you need to, and and you'll feel like you're tending to yourself, which will automatically just bring you more joy and create more time and space, so that you can really thrive. Yeah. Right? It's it's a way of tuning into yourself and and what's happening around you. Right? In terms of using this idea of a garden. So. Yeah, I want to jump in here and just really share with everybody the beauty of spirit, because our plan originally, we did have an an aspect of nature in there. And that's where Jessica and I were looking and going, not seeing, not feeling how that fits here. Think we need to let that go, change things. And then all of a sudden, spirit and nature show up and go, well, wait a second just approaching it differently, right? Readjusting, replanting, replanning. Yeah. So it's it's quite lovely when I think about it in that way because it wasn't a throw in everything else and retail. It was a redistribute. Right? And it's just kind of mm-hmm. I really like mm-hmm. that. So when you think about tuning into your inner voice, your inner self, it's like just take a second, right? We get quiet. There's a lushness that happens there. And so everything we're going to talk about, of course, we're going to bring in this this garden imagery and this nature imagery because it's perfect for this. So in that space of lushness, and if you're not immediately embracing the lushness, that's okay. We're going to help you with that because <laughs> that's the point. Because we don't always embrace no. it. <laughs> Today's a day where I'm not embracing the lushness. Yesterday, I was all in. But in this space, right, your your truth can be discovered there. Now, the truth, (laughs) we have to divide your your inner voice, your higher self from your ego. The truth is couched in solutions. It's not necessarily the problems. So it's not the place where you go with the litany of problems. They may come first, but your inner voice or yourself is going to say, where is the help that I need? Where is the solution how do I tend to this? Another thing I love about the timing of this podcast episode is that on December 21st, we had the winter solstice. So I'm tying the new year and the winter solstice together in with your inner voice and your inner self. Because the winter solstice is the time when nature releases the spark of vitality for new growth and creation. So think about that, because in the winter, we think we're retreating, right? We're going inward. But in nature, we do that in the autumn. And then in the winter solstice, more vitality is released to begin the growth that is going to burst forth in the spring. 
So think about January 2023 as your time to put a little bit more vitality and energy to start growing your garden. I like that. I like that a lot. And I mean, I was just going to say, I have to be honest, best laid plans. I was just going to say, most people sit down and start planning their garden in winter, right? Figuring out where things go and whatever. But then I realized, and Spirit so graciously pointed out that like, I'm kind of one of those people who was like, yeah, this is what I want to grow. Let's get it in dirt. Like, so. so. Sounds like me, actually. (laughs) Although I can't grow a garden to save my life, so. No, like my mother sits down and like, you know, kind of maps it all out, really thinks about it. I'm just like, is it shade or is it sun? And where do I have an open spot? Um, <laughs> so so some of you may be super planners and you want to sit down and you want to map it out. And that's mm-hmm. perfect. You do that. And some of you may just want to meet the moment where it's at and see where the sun is shining and where the shade is and and, and go there. And that that also that's <laughs> works. Me. But um, thanks uh spirit for calling me out on that one okay but let's let's break this down using garden as as a guide because i think it's going to start to make Mm -hmm. more sense you know because a lot of times when we talk about intentions and creating intentions and things like that it's just like well where do you even start and what does that look like and and like you said andrea this time of year is ripe with that new new spark of vitality for new growth and things like that and we all want to do something with it. But have you noticed out and about that that people are all about do that resolution, do that whatever, but they never tell you how to like keep doing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like meet it the whole year. It's just so focused on January. And then, you know, so so we're gonna break it down using the garden as a guide. So things that you have to have to happen with the garden or you have to plant seeds or plant plants. Mm-hmm. You've got to water yep. it. You've got to deal with weeds and pests. You have to nurture it and you have to like upkeep yes. it, right? So <laughs> because I have many a garden, maybe have laxed on the upkeep portion of the events. So so let's let's just take a look at your soul garden in terms of those ideas, yeah. right? So so planting yeah. the seeds. Well, to Andrea. me, you know, one of my favorite things is intentions. So if you're planting a garden, mm-hmm. Getting clear. whether it's a literal physical garden or a garden of your inner landscape, you have intentions, whether they're clear or not, you have them and you have to start there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. It's I didn't, I didn't mean clear. to jump in on the clear, but boy, that just led me to another point is that if your intentions are clear or not, it still is important to get clear on what it is that you want happening in that area of your yes. life. Right. So yeah. let's divide the garden up into sections. You had mentioned that, Jessica. I really liked that. So, right. Mm-hmm. So let's think of yeah. areas of your life. I'm just making some up. Could be career, could be relationship, could be home, could be um, self-joy, activities, be interest, hobbies, hobbies, interests, right? Any of yeah. them. So yeah. Your intentions may not be 100%, but you need to get clear on what's happening, what's really going on, the good, the bad, the ugly, and how you want it to feel. And this just dropped in from Spirit, too. They're on fire today. Thanks, Spirit. Um, That you don't have to plant all the gardens every year. Good one. Like They're showing me this rotating garden where... Where those areas will, some areas will be in the sun and others will move into the shade. 
And then the next year, the shade will move into the sun and the sun mm-hmm. will, you know what I mean? So you don't have to like sit down and be like, I've got to plan every single. No. no, just figure out what part of your garden is in the sun right now. And and that's a combination of of um, what you want, yes. what mm-hmm. your desire is and what the energy lends itself to. Yes. Right. Like, you know, because you're co-creating this garden with spirit. We'll get to that. But but. But you don't have to. There are some things that want rest. Like you'll notice that farmers often don't plant the same crops in the field every year in a row or the soil would be Mm -hmm. depleted. You have to rotate them. Right. In order to like have this rich soil that grows these beautiful things so that things can thrive. So not every year you're going to grow your career or your business. Some years it's just going to hang out. Right. But you may want to focus on relationships and some years relationships will just hang out and you'll want to focus on your health or your joy or whatever. So just keep that in mind when you're planning and you're planting the seeds that like which beds are ripe for planting and and which ones need a break. I think that's where you go inside. We talked about, right? You go to that space of Mm -hmm. your inner voice, your higher self, and you take a peek at the lushness of it. What is lush? What is lush in that landscape? And what is ready to rest? And what needs to rest because it needs to rest? And what needs is resting because it needs tending? So, right. So those are the right. challenges. Yeah. Kinds. So then I think that's where you can find the challenges that you want to work on in your garden for the year. I was just thinking, I was just thinking, sorry, I snorted. I was just thinking, and then there are those parts of the gardens that need to be completely ripped out and you just try again from scratch. <laughs> yes. That's all sorry. I'm just going, yes. That's all I'm saying. And sometimes you just have to till it to the it, top. It's true. And, and then that makes good. me think, Jessica, Let it go completely. <laughs> that, right, what lessons then do you want to understand more deeply? Mm. Right. Right. Yeah. If you want to put yes. words on that. Yes. No. <laughs> so, which I think is important. Yeah. Because because you may have your your focus may have shifted. Right. You know, it's okay to change. Yeah. It's and okay. Uh, to is, okay. Now, here's you me because you know, I, I just always have to go here. Is the lesson that's coming up, and you can call that a challenge or an area that needs tending or an area that's doing very well, even are they linked together? Is there a, a pattern mm. in that garden that is impacting everything? Again, the garden is you, the garden is your inner landscape and everything that's going on in your life. So what is the lesson? What is the pattern? And how do they interact and lift each other up and cause the struggle? You know? Yeah. 100%. And then there's this idea of, you know, you plant the yep. seeds and you, as you plant them, you fertilize yep. them. So you're, the fertilize the fertilizer is your hope. It is your desire um, that really sets the intention in the dirt right? That really gives it that great. So what are your hopes and desires? So yes, there are things that maybe you need to learn, but what do you want to learn? Great place to start. What do you want to explore? Right? What do you want to explore? And then kind of step back after you plant the seeds to remember the bigger picture of what you what you yes. wanted, right? Like, okay, I've planted these individual seeds or these individual plants. Now I'm going to step back and say, ooh, what does that look like? What is the bigger picture of mm-hmm. that, right? Because you don't want to grab, like, I wouldn't plant strawberries and mint 
And with my tomato plants, because the strawberries and mint would take over everything. So some things may need space where you can start one thing and then you can start the other, but they're going to need a a gap or a space in between. And I'm thinking for for those of you listening who, Jessica and I are a great team on this. I'm tell you why, Jessica. (laughs) We're going to appeal to everybody. (laughs) Jessica knows how to get in the dirt and plant things. Okay. So she can be, she's talking about her inner landscape, but she can use it in the terms of a real live garden. I cannot. It's something I've always <laughs> pretended to want to do, but I never have. I don't know how, right? But this is still, it's what I call, well, I don't call it. I get it from Perry Landra. So you all know I'm a Perry Landra fan. Um, it's a soilless garden and they are just as connected to nature and just as important Right. 100%. Either way that this resonates for you, please keep it there. Don't, I don't want you to cut yourself off because you're like, well, I don't plant things I don't understand. Soilless garden, dirt garden, equal importance, equal ways to approach them. Mm -hmm. 100%. 100%. And so then you got to water what you plant or it's going to die. And when we say water, we're really talking about what actions. Are you going to take because you can overwater something and you can underwater something. So if you're overwatering something, then you may want to move into a state of non-action. And if you're underwatering it, you're going to need to move into a state of action. And I think there's finding that balance as to what needs to Mm -hmm. happen. Right. Because taking action and knowing when to not take action, that really does I love that you're saying that because it's I think that's critical. Sometimes taking action is doing nothing. Right. And it's stepping it's back nothing. from exactly. not engaging, not putting, not investing your energy mm-hmm. there. That's, you know, that's, right. that's a key thing to, to take away from there because in the present moment, we can go back further to the earlier in this season, right? Mindfulness, being present, the present moment is where you create the future. So you're setting your intention, yep. how you tend yep, to tend to it. That's the future. Creates your future. Yeah. yeah. Yep, which is ever changing and ever growing in different ways based on what we do well, in the present yeah. moment. And then here's a part that I don't think a lot of people talk about, and I don't certainly see it out there in terms of intention setting, but I like to call it the weeds and pest part, which is other people's actions or non actions, like things that are outside of your control, like things that just happen. Weeds happen, yeah. pests happen. And sometimes you have no control if that awesome little green caterpillar comes and eats all the leaves off your tomato. Man, that is, yeah, it's so, experience. it's so sad. It's so true. And I think when, when I hear about, you know, new year resolutions and goals and intentions and everybody getting really hyped up and I am not poo-pooing that. And if it works for you, go, go, go. Um, but stuff happens. The caterpillar eats it. Mm-hmm. Um, someone makes a decision that is unhelpful to you or, you know, slows things down. Um, you get turned on your head. You know, I was telling Jessica earlier, mm-hmm. yesterday I was in such a state of amazing power, my own power. It was beautiful. I had all these insights and, you know, on and on and on. And I woke up today and I was on my head. And I was like, wow, something's going on there. Something's growing right? But it feels uncomfortable. I didn't expect that. So now I have to readjust today. And that's a real thing. Like it's it's, mm-hmm. it's beyond my control. You'd say it's not because it's me, but 
No, it is. It's beyond my control. I have to adjust to it. Right? It's a mm-hmm. it's a pest at the moment. <laughs> right. So you adjust yeah. though. So you know what I mean? Like, so if you had a weed, sometimes you can remove yeah. it, right? Sometimes you can remove those obstacles by by action or mm-hmm. or whatnot. And but sometimes you yep. can't. Different like approach. sometimes the pests show up. And the damage is done and it is what it is. So you have to find kind of a way to neutralize it, Um, you know, because life is an interconnected web. We're not doing this in a a void. We're working with other people. We're working, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like with their choices and their actions. And so we sort of have to bring things to life, remembering that we're also reliant on what's happening around us. Yep. Right. Like we're not we're right. not in the dark. And so logically. You know? Right. And we're in control of our life. You are in control of your life. I'm going to tell you that nobody else is controlling your life. If you don't like that, then you need to rethink. Sorry. Um, but sometimes you, you just need to wait and let the wheels turn behind the scenes. Let the divine timing work out and play out. I know that is hard. It pulls you away from the present moment. Yeah. Have you ever gotten to the end of an Adventures with Spirit episode and wished it had gone on longer? Well, you're in luck. Do you know that most of our episodes have extended versions? It's super easy to unlock the extended version of any episode. Just sign up for our free newsletter and we will drop that extended episode right into your inbox. So head on over to www.adventureswithspirit.com to sign up today. And there are things that you can't control that do have a huge yeah. effect on you, right? So you can control how you react to those things. So you may not be able to, what Andrea says was when she says you have control mm-hmm. of your life, she's saying you have control on how you respond yes. to the things you can't control yes. as well. You know, um, you're not ever without the ability Some to, agency, right? To some kind of, yeah. It makes me think of some Nelson kind of Mandela, actually. Remember when he was imprisoned, which was out of control and the way that he processed his way through it and came out this just loving, amazing person. And no, we are not all Nelson Mandela's, but wow. I mean, that sort of that control, that agency, we all have it. Responding to it in a Mm -hmm. different way. Yeah, there was definitely many different ways that that response could happen. Same thing if you're like looking for a job, y'all. Yeah. Okay. Others have to make decisions. Good example. This is huge. And you see this a lot, right? Others have to make decisions to either stay or to go, to hire, not to hire. Um, and and sometimes you can get stuck in that at the mercy of those timelines. Yep. Three right? to six month background checks that have to happen in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area where I am. Yeah. 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 So so that's a great example of a job, right? It's It's like wow, these things pop up in your garden and your intention was to grow this job and grow it faster maybe mm-hmm. than you want and you watered yep. it and you took action, but but then you have to deal with the other situations that are, you know, are outside of yeah. your control yep. as well. So then... And so so we have... Well, yep. So let's recap really quick. Plant seeds, yep. you water it. You deal with pests. Pests and weeds, right? <laughs> Pull them out weeds. or deal with the pests. <laughs> well, whatever. And then... You also have to nurture it and let it grow. And this is where part. <laughs> your support with spirit, I know, and your co-creation with spirit really comes into play, right? Um, really comes into play. Because I think one of my favorite things spirit has ever communicated with me 
in a session a bazillion years ago, and I never remember sessions, but I remembered this. They came through and they said, don't tell a rose plant how to grow. Mm. You give it what it needs to grow, and then you let it do its thing. But you don't tell it. You No one would ever stand in Okay, well, your bloom was one inch <laughs> off, so I'm sorry, but it's not good enough, <laughs> you know? <laughs> the let it grow part here is trusting. There's that, that word. nasty word again. Trusting that if you if you plant the seed, if you put it in the ground, if you water it, you nurture it, and you pay attention to it, that it is going to grow into something. And you sometimes need to let it grow outside what the seed packet said. <laughs> That's <laughs> where life plan, spirit guides, angels, your spirit team that's where they come in. That's where they know the plan. And God bless us. We may be focused on one thing, but it's not on the plan. And they're trying to keep us away right. from it in our highest good. Right? The doors keep closing. Then know they're closing for a reason. Don't always yep. batter ram them down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes we have to let things go. Sometimes no matter what you do. Your little plant isn't going to grow. And sometimes no matter what you do, the plant keeps thriving and keeps saying, me, 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 take care of me. Pay attention. Mm -hmm. And then we need to go in. So this nurture and let it grow part, you know, for us is that beautiful part of being in connection with spirit and having that sense of trust in spirit and in ourselves to find that um, magic support system and oh i like that that i I like that that connection because it it um you're not completely handing everything over to them it's co-creation co-creation co-responsibility support yes Mm -hmm. you are free to make your own decisions remember there's never one way to do it And you don't have to say, yes, I'm going to do this because my spirit team told me to. You have agency. But when it's tough, or even when it's not tough, I'm going to my guides. That's where I'm going. Mm -hmm. But don't forget to give yourself more credit for what you're doing, right? Don't give your power away. Because so much of that magic happens. You can't do it without you. Co-creation. You cannot have the magic. Listen, spirit will not carry it for you. That is counterproductive to the entire point of you incarnating on this earth. It really is. I know there's times when I just, I'm sure we all do wish somebody else would carry it. But but somebody can help you carry it. But it's you. You're in charge. You're in control. It's your garden. It's your intentions. It's your life plan. And it's your space to nurture and let yourself and your life grow and evolve. And sometimes it's easy and beautiful. And sometimes it's full of weeds and you're gnashing your teeth and hurting your back, pulling them out. Either way, the magic of the co-creation of your team and spirit and your loved ones and your ancestors and your higher self, please do not skip your higher self because that is the one that has all the all the plans and all the, the power to get you through. They're there. You're already that you don't have to, oh my gosh, wait, Jessica, I'm getting on my little preaching. <laughs> you don't have to do anything to connect with them. They're there. 
You're not standing alone right. on an island and my spirit team or my higher self doesn't want to connect with me. Uh, BS. That's not true. That's, there is a way though, to leave more space, to leave it more open for them to come in more fully. Right. Cause that free will thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I think there's the bonus of upkeep. <laughs> like this isn't like, it's like a bonus step. And when I say the word upkeep, I think about like garden beds where you're building like a fence around them or you're building like a garden box and you don't need to look at the box or the foundations a ton, but you do need to check in with them because if the fence starts to come down, then the rabbits will get in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or if the bed is starting to fall apart, then the dirt will leak out or you'll get a lot of wash and and, and the rain will wash away that, that topsoil that you really need. And you're not checking in on those every season. It's more of like a, just keeping an eye on it, right, of your foundations. Are there any cracks in your foundations? Like the basic upkeep mm -hmm. of life in general. Well, and don't you think right? they, they also shift? I mean, I do really think, as you're saying, like, yes. The way that you work with yourself, people work with themselves, or they work with spirit, it shifts. I don't care if you're a beginner, intermediate, advanced. I don't care if you're a master or an expert. It's It has shifted and will continue to shift as you go through. And in my opinion, thank goodness, right? Because it's just, if it's shifting, it's coming through in a new way. And that means you've you've allowed it. You've done the work. You know, I'm all about the work. Mm -mm. Me too. Mm -mm. Me too. <laughs> but I think it's like looking at those foundations. Because let's be honest, like we all have tower moments where we rip the whole dang thing out and move it to another location. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? And just decide like, oh, wow, the trees around me grew and this is no longer a great place to grow something. I need to move. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I need to move locations. And that's sort of like the upkeep part of it the right or that that plant you know? that idea that thing that opportunity that just no matter how you do not tend it will not die and then you know you're <laughs> like oh i i need to take care of you i need to invest some energy and some intention yeah. into you and see where that leads it could be a lifelong thing or it could be a moment it could be a moment and then when you get i don't want to say past it but when you work with that then that opens up something completely new it's kind of cool. It's mm -hmm. kind of exciting. What if you, some people are going to plant seeds. They know exactly what the seeds are. And I've always wanted to have, a, I hope I'm saying this right, but like a wildflower garden where you just throw the seeds out and you don't know. Do you know that I did that last That's summer? That's what I want. My mom had one. I loved it. I knew that we were going, we were going away uh, to Boston um, for my husband's treatment for many, many months, and and so I said, "Garden, I love you." And I took a handful of seeds and I threw them in my garden. I didn't even bury them. Can I tell you what grew? <laughs> we had watermelons. <laughs> we had orange melons. We had cucumbers and zucchinis. Apparently, it was the pile of seeds. Right. I, I don't the know. Food I seeds, not the flower in. seeds. <laughs> it was beautiful things happen. It was very exciting when I came back. I was like, and it looked like a jungle, a very untended jungle, but things were right. still growing. And that's the other thing too. It's okay if it's untended, things yep. will still grow. Maybe it's not what you expected, but you kind of make the most of it. So we ate a lot of cucumbers and we had a it bunch of- sounds fabulous, we, actually. You know? <laughs> sounds fabulous. You know, um, and there's something to be said about that too, is if you if you know you can't tend your garden in that moment, um, send it some yeah. love. 
toss some intentions out there and see yeah, what sticks. It's true. No, it's true. No. So again, like we're having fun with this, but we're, you know us, we're really serious. And it's about you, your inner landscape, understanding yourself and your connection to spirit. It always comes down to that. So should we do a tool Yes, on I would this? love for you. You had mentioned something. I'd okay. love for you to take that. Forever ago. I mean, we're talking like forever ago, back when my babe was a actual babe, little tiny thing. Um, there was a like a visualization that Colette Baron Reed did with a garden. And I don't remember exactly what it was, but I this influenced this um guided meditation that I've done over the years and and gets reborn and gets it readjusted cool. and evolves as all things should. And I wanted to do it here because because the idea of a garden popped up and then I, I remembered right before we were going to record. Oh, wait, I think I have a, a meditation, guided meditation floating around. In my and brain. I'm like, of course uh, you do. From that, I from love years that. Ago. Have at it. <laughs> so, so we're just going to take a deep breath. You don't need, we're, we're just checking in to see what exists right now. Okay. So this is really a check-in tool more than it is a meditation, even though we sort of go into a meditative state to check in. This is more a check-in tool to see, like, where is your garden at? Like, what is hanging out? So before we even jump in, I want you to list the areas in your life that are important to you. Okay? So, like, home, family, relationships, careers, um, joys, interests, um, health, like, any area in your life that's interest of you. And you don't have to have all the areas down. Just really be specific with what is is um coming up in your brain and just kind of write it down so you know that that's where you went with this in case you want to refer back <laughs> and and you want to keep things straight and then after you've made that list um if you feel comfortable close your eyes if not just kind of gaze softly and take a deep breath and just really start to tune into yourself and as you're you're breathing deeply and you're starting to relax feel or know see or hear okay what information needs to come through for you at this point um that's where we're moving into but tune into this idea that that you are a spark of the divine that is within you at all times that source energy that creation energy is in you at all times and it's not a limited supply. It's not a limited supply. That means you can channel that source energy into things that you do and it will continue to refill itself and refill. It's like the never ending watering can and it exists in you. Okay. And so as we tune into this idea of this never ending watering can, as we tune into this idea of source energy, this spark, the seed of life in each of us, I want you to start really focusing on the areas that you wrote down. And we're going to go area by area. All right, let's get grounded. As you anchor in, whether you're laying down or seated or standing, I want you to feel the earth rise up to meet you. And as the earth rises up to meet you, 
She brings her support, her nurture, and her grounding energy and infuses you completely from head to toe with this beautiful wave of energy. And as this energy flows through your entire body, your entire energy body, you feel itself ground you and center you, bringing you right back into this present moment. And you allow yourself to ride this wave of energy from Mother Earth, the ultimate garden, right? The ultimate source of creation. And allow yourself to ride that creative energy, that life energy, all the way to the gates of a garden. And you may see the garden, you may just know that it's there, you may imagine it, you may feel it, it's perfect. However you experience this, it's perfect. But you find yourself at the gates of a garden. There are birds tweeting around you, insects buzzing, and you can smell the green and the growth and the dirt. And you feel yourself or know yourself moving in the garden, into the garden, through the gates. And in front of you are the different areas in your life, each represented by a different spot in the garden. All those areas that you wanted to look into. And as you move forward, you're going to tune into each area. And here's what you're looking for. Which ones are lush? Which areas in life seem to be growing and thriving? Let's look at those first. Go to the part of your garden that's, that's absolutely thriving. That looks beautiful. That looks alive, well-tended. And ask yourself, what area is this in my life? What part does this represent in my life? And is there anything that needs any slight shifts or adjustments in this area to keep it thriving and growing? And then look around and I want you to look for an area that maybe was thriving at one point, but definitely needs to be weeded or tended to or trimmed or upkept. And I want you to move to that area. So it's not that it's not growing. It just needs to be cleaned up a little bit. What area of your life is this? What part of your life does this, this specific part of the garden represent? And what do you need to remove, weed out, let go of, find a new approach to, to clean this this part of your life up. And now you're going to look for part of your garden that's really not growing at all, that looks like it's struggling. For some of you, this could be an empty plot with nothing in it. And for others, there may have been something that was planted there, but it has not been watered. It has not been paid attention to. <laughs> and it is, it is on its way out. 
And I want you to move to this part and, and really ask yourself, what part of my life does this represent? What part of my life does this represent? Now you have to ask the hard question. Do I need to tend to this, water this, and bring it back to life? Or do I need to pull it out and start fresh? Till the soil, plant new seeds, and start over. And only you can answer that question. And remember, no matter how far gone your garden goes, water does a lot. So if you decide to invest time and energy into it, it could come back to life. But you may decide that it is so far gone that you need to weed it, pull it out, start again. And now I want you to look around for a completely empty, tilled, ripe for planting spot. This is, this is just an area where you're going to start some seedlings today. Okay? And I want you to walk up to this part of the garden and I want you to ask yourself, what seeds are calling to be planted? What intentions need to be placed in the earth right now? You may see them as seed packets. You may see them as, um, you know, hear them. You may feel them. You may just know. And you don't need to have a lot. You may have one or two. You may have seven. It doesn't matter. But I want you just to imagine yourself getting specific. And when I say seeds, plant seeds that help nurture how you want to feel moving forward into the new year. How do you want to feel? What emotions do you want present? Also, what do you want to grow? What exists already that you want to grow more of? Plant that. And also, how do you want to, how do you want to um, what do you want to bring in that's brand new that you've never planted before? Totally, totally different. And and where do you want to get that started? Put that in as well. So it's kind of a mix of of existing, brand new, and feelings and emotions. Because remember, it's really easy to say, I want this, right? But sometimes we don't think it all the way through. So we want to make sure we weave our emotions into it as well. So if you want to feel more expansive, what do you need to plant? If you want to feel more joy, what needs to go in there, right? If you want to feel more stability, what needs to pop in there? Just play with it for a little bit. And then as the year unfolds, you can always go back and check in with your garden. You can always go back into these different areas. You can even draw yourself a map if you're visual <laughs> and you can check into your garden. You can see how are the, is it growing? Is it thriving? Does it need work, right? It's a way to really kind of step outside of the in it part of it and get a clearer perspective, a bird's eye view on, on how things are unfolding. So Andrea, for you, like what area needs more attention? Like what came up for you? Not limiting myself in any way. Oh, I love yeah. that. And I that, you that. know, that goes to every section of the garden, to every section of the intention, because I see mm-hmm. how the garden can grow, what it can look like. And then I always have a little voice in my head, which is not my inner truth, not my inner voice that goes, but do you want to do that? 
And then I have to go, well, I'm willing to do it. Yeah, sure. Let's see what grows. It's like the irrigation system. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Thank you, Jessica. <laughs> I everything. love your meditations. That's why I was like, yes, Jessica, please do meditation. <laughs> so I'm going to ask, dear Jessica, would you do um, just kind of a last call telling everybody about the word of the year workshop that we're doing on January 7th? Oh, yeah. We're doing a workshop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. I'm I love word of the year. I I have used it for many many years and and I know that it's like kind of a buzzword out there right now but I used it before it was cool. And, <laughs> and <laughs> Okay. I was cool and, before you um, were cool. <laughs> and I don't just I just don't pick a word and like walk away from it. I work with this sucker. <laughs> and so um Andrea and I are offering a word of the year workshop to not only help you select the word um for your year to, to plant this intention in your garden um, or or an idea that you want to explore. Because I, I I think, well, we'll talk about that in a minute. But but also to um, figure out how the heck do you work with it then? Like, what do you do with it, right? Right. Like you pick this word and you put it up on the wall and then what do you do with it? And so we really cover all of that in the workshop and it's happening on January 7th, 7th I yes, believe. Saturday. At noon Eastern. Yes. So a lot of lot of different time zones can attend. Um, so head to our our website, right? Head over to the Adventures yeah. with Spirit website to register. Yes. So www.adventureswithspirit.com. You can register. Um, there are limited yes. spots. So um, you know, make sure you head on over there. And then um, we get to meet live yes. with Andrea yeah. and myself as we uncover your word of the year. And so my word of of twenty twenty two was release. Mm. Holy monkeys. (laughs) (laughs) I was releasing and releasing and releasing whether I wanted to or not. And the year before was balance for me, which was interesting. So balance was something I needed to actively kind of like tune into and like adjust. But release was something I had to let happen. That's a tough one. And then see how I responded to it. Very different feel, very different work. Both were invaluable mm-hmm. um invaluable and i've got a, a slew of words that came before that yeah. so i'm looking forward to exploring exploring that with you andrea and exploring that with all of you that attend um your word of the year because it i think it is one of the most powerful tools that you can do um at the beginning it's a good of way to check year, in right you sure. say you, you grow the garden you set the intention way to check and then in. through the year you check in so listen yeah. everybody happy new year thank you for joining us on the adventure and i just wish you a year of wonderful, magical surprises. Yeah. Happy New Year. Thanks for being a part of today's Adventures with Spirit. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. We'd love it if you left a review. Visit our website at adventureswithspirit.com to subscribe to our newsletter, submit a question, check out classes, and schedule your own personal reading with us. Follow us on Instagram at Adventures with Spirit Official for more inspiring content. Here's to being adventurous. <laughs> <laughs>